Howdy, everyone. Welcome back to Fantasy Football Fiend. We got week eight of the NFL rolling up on us really quick. But first, let's talk a little bit about last week. Some crazy stuff happening in the league. Um, Not many big surprises with matchups last week. I thought a lot of the games went the way they were supposed to. Um, I think, honestly, my, my biggest shock was probably the Colts over over the Texans, but even even that was like still believable. The Colts are still a legitimate team, I would say. Um, but some of the biggest shocks we saw, uh, obviously all the trades that have been going on lately. Um, I obviously recorded last podcast before I knew about Jalen Ramsey and Marcus Peters getting traded and what a trade that was for the Ravens to get Marcus Peters. Boy, did that work out. You guys saw that, uh, what was it, like a 67-yard pick six that he had uh, against the Seahawks. That was awesome to watch. Um, but what a stud. Jalen Ramsey, now a Ram, uh, kind of crazy there. Um, just made that secondary a little bit better there. Um, Mohamed Sanu this week went to the Patriots. Um, not really sure what that's going to do for his fantasy value. If I had to take a guess, if I if my if my my biggest intuition would be that he is probably going to see a decrease in numbers. I don't I don't necessarily know that Muhammad Sanu is going to be as big of a target as he was in Atlanta because he was the number two wide receiver there. Whereas in at the Patriots, he might be two, could be three there. Uh, you, you just never really know with the Patriots and with how comfortable Tom Brady gets. Tom Brady's weird. He'll throw to weird wide receivers that usually would never play on other teams, but on the Patriots, they're great. It's very interesting. We'll see what Mohamed Sanu does. My guess, probably numbers are very similar to, to those uh, that he had in, in Atlanta. Um, sad day for me. You know, I, I like Mohamed Sanu. It's sad to, to see him leave our team, but um, you got to do what you got to do. And uh, Atlanta got a, got a draft pick out of it, I guess. So that's, it is what it is. Um, and then another wide receiver on the move, Emmanuel Sanders to San Francisco. I think I think this one is is quite the opposite situation. I think Emmanuel Sanders is going to get quite a bit better uh, moving on to, to San Francisco. I think that he has a better offensive coordinator there um, and and an offense that that actually has a chance to to move the ball. Unlike Denver, um, what an awful pitiful offense that is. Uh, which is so unfortunate because, you know, I, I personally, I like Joe Flacco. I liked watching him win that Super Bowl all those years ago, but the dude's washed up. Well, let's be honest. He's just washed up. So I, I hope the best for Emmanuel Sanders uh, in, in San Francisco, and I think it'll be a good a good thing for him. Do you start him this week? Oh, that's tough. I'd have to take a look at your team, um, and, and if you're debating starting him or not, Go ahead and just tweet me your team at fantasyfiend zero, and and I will I will tell you whether or not to start Emmanuel Sanders. Um, but he he is a solid maybe there. Um, another couple of surprises from Week Seven: Tennessee sitting Mariota. This has been a long time coming, folks. It's been a long time coming. And Mariota, Marcus, you had to know. You had to know when Tannehill came over from from Miami, you had to know that your job was in trouble because Tannehill wasn't the worst quarterback in Miami. At least the, the, the Dolphins wide receivers in past years with Tannehill at the helm, at least those wide receivers scored fantasy points. 
Mariota, your receivers all year have been crap, and it has nothing to do with their ability, okay? Talk about guys Talk about guys like Corey Davis and A.J. Brown. Those guys have real skill. You don't. You. I don't think that, that Marcus Mariota should start ever again in this league. Unless, unless he magically got traded to the Dolphins, then he might have a chance at beating out uh, Fitzmagic. But even then, I'm a little hesitant. I, I am not a huge Mariota fan. Not a huge University of Oregon fan uh, anyways. But Mariota is not the kind of quarterback that you want starting. So I respect it. Way to go, Titans. You stepped up. You started Tannehill and you won a game. Look at that. Stick with him. Um, For that reason, I actually last week picked up Corey Davis. It's too unfortunate that I didn't start him. He had, I think, 20, 21 points, something in there. Um, But I knew, I knew as soon as they sat Mariota, boom, here comes Tennessee's wide receivers. So AJ Brown, uh, Corey Davis, not not bad pickups this week at all. I I wouldn't hate that pickup. Um, another another huge shock and a huge shot to the nuts for me was Chase Edmonds. This kid went off, went off this week. I think he had three touchdowns or something. It, just unbelievable. And the reason it's unfortunate for me is because I just traded for David Johnson, and what a trash trade that was. I screwed up, folks. I needed a quarterback. I needed another solid running back. It looks like David Johnson's injury is a little more serious than the team led on to believe. Because if you started David Johnson last week, you knew going in that the report was he is healthy. He is going to play. And what does he get? One carry for two yards? You're killing me, Arizona. You're killing me. And then they go out this week and pick up veteran running back Alfred Morris, meaning that that David Johnson's opportunities to get more carries is is not looking good. It's not looking good at all. So I'm in I'm in serious trouble uh, this year. But that's that's the way fantasy goes, folks. I mean, you have up years, you have down years, and all you can do is try, right? The worst thing you can do in fantasy football is say, oh, my team sucks, so I'm not going to do anything about it. I'm just going to quit. Go out and make trades. That's what I've been doing. I've tried to trade my whole team away. I mean, my entire team. Let's get rid of everybody. If he's not working, let's get rid of him. Just try so that I can at least ruin people's seasons toward the end, right? Somebody's trying to make the playoffs and they have to play me. Well, I'm going to go out and get a win so that that guy doesn't make the playoffs and piss him off a little bit. That's the fun. That's the fun in in fantasy football for me, at least. If I'm having a down year, win games you're not supposed to. That's that's the beauty in it. I love it. So uh, even though I'm not having a great year this year, I'll have a great year next year and probably win it. Watch out. Um, let's hop into a couple of top scorers from uh, from week seven. Aaron Rodgers. Talk about a man. I mean, Stephen A. talks about him being a bad bad man. And he, he is. I mean, the, the dude went 25 for 31, threw for 429 yards. Yes, you heard that right. 429 yards. Meanwhile, throwing five touchdown passes and ran one in. This guy makes opposing defenses want to cry like babies. Aaron Rodgers is a is a menace. And I'm not even saying that Oakland is a good team or they have a good defense, but Aaron Rodgers looks like a Hall of Famer last week. Looked like he could be a first ballot type guy last week. Uh, That was a a performance for the record books. 
Obviously, uh, hopping into the, my running backs, I already talked a little bit about Chase Edmonds. So if you picked him up last week and happened to start him, congratulations. Uh, that was a great start. Um, you know, likely the guy to lead Arizona's backfield uh, uh, in in the future and um, just looked like a total stud. Um, the next running back uh, was Latavius Murray. Now, we all knew Alvin Kamara was going to be out, so Latavius Murray was going to step up, right? Well, I, I didn't really think that he was going to do what he did. I mean, 32 fantasy points. He stepped right into that role that they needed him to with 29 carries. They gave this man the ball 29 times. Talk about a durable man. 29 times you're touching the ball. You're going to do something. And, of course, he did. 119 yards, two touchdowns. Unless you trust a running back, you just don't give him 29 carries. That's not just some average dude. That's a man right there. Latavius Murray can play. And, you know, the Saints have always had that that solid running back position. They've always had those two, that big one-two punch, and that's what they've liked to go to. Um to, to have behind Drew Brees there. Um, and, and hopefully he comes back soon. Um, cause you know, that, that will make them a Super Bowl caliber, caliber team. Um, moving on to wide receivers, Marvin Jones with 43.3 points. Folks, when you catch every touchdown that your team scores, you're probably going to have a good day unless your team scored one touchdown, but no, Matt Stafford threw all of his touchdowns, all four of the Lions' touchdowns, all to Marvin Jones. An unbelievable performance for him. Congratulations. And I told you a couple, a podcast or two ago that, hey, watch out for this guy, Danny Amendola. He's going to be – that guy might be a pickup for a random week when they play a bad secondary. You might throw him in and score some points. And Danny, Danny Amendola, not a terrible week. Uh, you know, uh, uh, that's, uh, that's an offense that you shouldn't shy away from when picking up wide receivers. The next guy is going to shock everyone, and I'm sure it did on on Sunday. Zach Pascal, the the wide receiver for the Colts, had 28 fantasy points, 106 yards, and two touchdowns, um, and and helped the win, helped the Colts win uh, over over the Texans. Just crazy. Um, Zach is owned in 0.2% of leagues, not 20%. 0.2% of leagues have him rostered, which is insane. So there's one of my pickups of the week. Zach Pascal could be a guy that you pick up and and maybe hold off on starting him, maybe start him. It's up to you. It depends on how ballsy you are. Um, and, and, you know, that that is his third solid game this year, obviously his best, but he's gone into double digits now three times um, out, of, out of the seven weeks. Not the worst guy to pick up. Let's talk a little bit about a tight end that that you guys have probably wanted me to talk about for a while. I've wanted to talk about him for a while. I was just waiting for him to do something like this. Darren Waller. He had 30-something points, of course, 126 yards and two touchdowns. And this guy looks like he is everything in, in Oakland's offense. Uh, let me tell you a little something about Darren Waller. If you don't know, if you don't already know who he is, this guy violated the league's substance abuse policy two years in a row. Came right out of college, 
substance abuse. Next year, substance abuse. So the, the second year, the league was just like, all right, dude, well, if you're going to do this again, you just can't play for the whole year. So he was out an entire year. The next year, he was playing on the Ravens practice squad and the Raiders picked him up and signed him um, off of their practice squad. Classic Raiders, classic. Let's go for the guy who's in the most amount of trouble and let's try and turn him into something that he's not. And boy, have they done a good job of that. The dude's been probably one of the best tight ends in fantasy football. He was a hard knock favorite uh, on, on that TV show. If you know what I'm talking about, the HBO show, Hard Knocks, great show. If you don't know what I'm talking about, definitely check that out. Um, but became a star and, and was the reason that, that a lot of people picked him up uh, it, during the draft this year. They knew what he could do after, he, after watching that show. Um, so congratulations to Darren Waller for, you know, maybe, uh, picking him, picking his head out of his ass and, and actually not, uh, abusing substances. Nice, nice job. And now you're one of the best tight ends. Look at that. Hell of an athlete for flex. Uh, there were, you know, there were other guys who, who might've scored more points, other guys who you might've had uh, a better week with, but I'm going to pick on Austin Eckler just a little bit here, just cause I haven't talked about him too much. He had 25 and a half points. Um, and and has really stepped up big for uh, for the Chargers this year. You know, Melvin Gordon obviously was holding out earlier this season, being a baby about money. Just shut up, dude. You're an athlete. You get played paid to play a game. Stop bitching about not getting paid enough. Let's be honest, man. Like you have the best job in the world. Suck it up and play for your team. And since he's been back, he's been terrible. Melvin Gordon has not been the same, and it's shocked everybody. So Austin Eckler's like, hell, I want to play. I, I want to be a part of this team. I want to help us. So he's gone out there and done it. For defense, uh, we can talk about the Chiefs for days. I mean, these guys, you know, Patrick Mahomes gets injured. They're like, all right, we'll step up and sack Joe Flacco nine times. Yes, nine times. They also had a fumble recovery and a touchdown, which helped them a lot. Scored 23 fantasy points. Um, and let's be honest, the Broncos never, never stood a chance. I already talked about how bad their offense is. I don't want to go back to that. Um, my kicker of the week, uh, Brett Maher, congratulations, drilling that 63-yarder. I think that tied the NFL's record. Stud kicker. Wow. Um, and I mean, not that it mattered to the game anyways. The Cowboys just rolled the Eagles to, to take the lead in, the, in that division, which, by the way, I do believe is the worst division in football. Talk about the Giants uh, and the Redskins, just two pitiful teams. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and give my honorable mention this week to Corey Davis just because I picked him up and I, I just wanted to kind of uh, brag a little bit about that. Too bad I didn't start him. <laughs> Wasn't smart enough to start him. That would have helped a lot. All right. So now, now that we talked a little bit about the top scores from last week, uh, let's talk about this week. Um, and, and I wanted to, I wanted to kind of make fun of myself, uh, here a second. Cause last week I told everybody how, you know, Stefan Diggs might've had one good week, but that, you know, that increased his trade value and blah, blah, blah. Well, later that week, I, I rolled across a really, really good trade to receive Stefan Diggs. And I took it because I was like, you know what? I'm not going to start him this week, but I'm going to sit him and kind of see what Kirk Cousins does. Kind of see if is this guy for real. And he is. So I received Stefan Diggs and I gave my buddy, I gave him Rex Burkhead and I gave him DK Metcalf. Now, 
You could argue I won the trade. You could argue that Brad won the trade. It, I, I don't know. I don't know yet. It's too early to say just because it's only been one week. But Stefan Diggs did end the week with 21 points. So I'm not mad at that. And by the way, uh, Rex Burkhead didn't play last week and DK had, I think, seven points. So if, if you want to go off of just last week's, I won the trade. Um, I'm probably going to start Stefan this week because... Here's the thing. He plays one of the worst teams in the NFL. He plays the Redskins, and he's probably going to go off. I'm also starting Kirk Cousins this week because screw it. I, I Let's go. Let's go. I like it. I'm about the hype. So uh, I'm behind Stefan Diggs, and I'm behind Kirk Cousins this week. Pickups of the week. Already talked about Corey Davis. Already talked about Zach Pascal. Um, just just keep in mind, folks, that it all depends on who they're playing, what type of secondary those guys are playing. So, yes, pick them up. Do you start them? It depends. Like I said, it depends on your team. I was talking about Emmanuel earlier. It, it all just depends on your team's dynamic. Another good pickup this week could be Kyle Rudolph. He, uh, he wouldn't be the worst tight end to go pick up. And uh, just because he's only rostered in 17% of leagues, he doubled his season high in targets last week. Not not a bad guy to go pick up uh, in that, that Minnesota offense that's been extremely hype lately. Uh, and obviously, you know, Carrion Johnson was injured last week. So the the carries for, uh, for the Lions are either going to go to Ty Johnson or J.D. McKissick. They're, they're saying that, that Ty Johnson will likely get most of those carries. So he wouldn't be a bad guy to pick up if you're really hurting for a running back there. Um, a defense, if you're going to go after a defense this week, uh, the Colts defense, they had solid games against Kansas city and Houston who both have phenomenal offenses. And this week they play a sad Denver team. So the Colts might not be the worst pickup there. Um, and, and I hope that they, they end up shutting down Denver, um, and making me right about, about that offense. Um, Jason Myers would be my kicker pickup of the week. Uh, he plays uh, Atlanta, and I believe it's in Seattle. Uh, and you know he's only rostered in ten percent of leagues. So if you, your kicker's on by, you want a new kicker. Jason Myers might be your guy this week. Time to talk a little bit about who to start, who to sit this week. Uh, I'm going to tell you to start DK Metcalf. He's playing the Falcons. He had nine targets last week, and and his the number of targets that he's been receiving has just been growing. So why not shoot DK a start? Uh, if he's been on your bench or he's available in your league, that's a guy I, I highly recommend starting. And I'm actually going to start Corey Davis this week. I mentioned a couple of times that I didn't start him last week, but I am this week. Uh, they play Tampa Bay, whose defense is terrible. I think he'll get a lot of catches this week and hopefully get himself into the end zone. I already mentioned I'm going to start Stefan Diggs because he's back and he's playing a shame of a defense in Washington. Already talked about that, so um, moving on from there. Who are you supposed to sit this week? I'm going to tell you uh, the opposite of what I told you last week. Last week I said start Keenan Allen. He had 10 points, so it really wasn't like the return that I was expecting out of him. Um, this week, uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say sit him. He's playing the seventh best defense against wide receivers this season, so he's probably not going to explode like we saw him do in the very beginning of the season. Another guy to sit. I'm gonna talk about Jarvis Landry. Baker in this game 
is going to throw three interceptions against a Pats defense who is phenomenal. Baker's going to throw three interceptions. Jarvis might have three catches for 30 yards, and and there and I think the Pats win by 24 points in that game. It's going to be an ugly, ugly game, and you're going to want to steer clear of just about everybody that plays for uh, the Cleveland Browns except their running back. Definitely, definitely go start Chubb. Um, moving into my final segment of the day, uh, everybody's favorite. I was wrong. Uh, I told you last week to start Brandon cooks. He only had nine points. Uh, and it, and it really wasn't the performance that I expected out of LA's, uh, wide receivers. Um, none of them had a really good game. I think, uh, you know, Cooper cup had something like 11. Um, and, and another guy, I think Robert Woods maybe had 13. It was just like, not what you'd expect out of LA and not what you'd expect out of the Falcons uh, secondary. So that was shocking. Um, and then also, obviously, I talked about being wrong about Kirk Cousins. He had 29 points uh, and, he, and he went off um, and and I, I didn't start uh, him and Stefan last week, but I'm not making that mistake again. I'm going to start him against Washington's uh, defense tomorrow night and we'll see we'll see how it works out for me um who knows uh and if it doesn't work out for me tweet at me and send me all of the funny Kirk cousin memes you can find i know there's a lot of them because he's not the greatest quarterback but he's hype right now and i'm gonna start who's ever hype so that's about it for me folks uh questions please hit me up on twitter at fantasy fiend zero and let me know what your team looks like this year how you're doing if you're kicking ass if uh if you're sucking ass i don't know tweet at me um and and get my name out there and uh i will see you guys next week